What is going on, guys? Today is a big day. Today is the first overall episode of the Incubator Podcast with Nick and Eli. Um, today, we're going to be talking about necessities for entrepreneurs, as Nick's spelling on the whiteboard is not entrepreneurs, but that's what it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about what new entrepreneurs, not necessarily young entrepreneurs, but people entering the business uh, world want to start their own stuff, um, what they need to do, honestly, and uh, what we feel is important to learn as we go along. So uh, that's going to be what we're talking about today, and uh, hopefully you stay along to the end. You know, back to Eli's comment on um, not knowing how to spell entrepreneur. We were both in a class our whole senior year, and I can confidently say that eight out of the ten times writing it down on a piece of paper or a board, neither of us would spell it, right? No, you're probably right. Um, but that the New Visions class, you know, was really – I feel like we talk about it all, all the time, but it's important, so keep going. Okay. Um, but no, so it, it was solely based, I mean, not solely based on entrepreneurship. Like we learned a lot of other stuff too, but a lot of the majority of what we learned was entrepreneurship, um, which leads us into this episode of necessities for becoming an entrepreneur, not necessarily becoming an entrepreneur, but starting your own small business yeah. or business. Um, I don't think we know everything yet either. We like, we definitely no don't like like know like everything. like these are our five. Like, like I, I wouldn't say like these are the top five. Like these are our top five. Yeah, and everyone's gonna have we've learned yeah. So far. Everyone's definitely gonna have different views on what they think. You know, the top five main points of mm-hmm. starting a small business is. But from what Eli and myself have learned over the past, you know, what we're going on. Two years now yeah, two of really years, years. being into this stuff. Um, these are what we've came to a conclusion as that it's super important that you pay attention to these things. It might not necessarily be your top five, but you know it's definitely something to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, we're pretty much gonna go into uh, least important to what we in do. our mind, like in our mind, yeah. For some people, some people might be strong in one area, the uh, most important. Yeah. So that might be least important to them, but this is what we feel like. Yeah, uh, definitely. And just to kind of go over those things real quick, uh, the box, which is something that Eli uh, talked to me about, and I actually really like the idea. Um, financial literacy, how you spend your money. Um, That's so important. Your capital, um, you know, a met, having a mentor. Uh, investors. Investors. Yeah. Um, and then most importantly, time. Yeah, for sure. Um, number five, the box. Um, possi- this is probably one of the, my top lessons that I learned in college my first semester. Um, my, probably my second favorite teacher of all time. Uh, his name is David Smith. He's a great guy. Um, and he does so much for the community where I go to college in Philadelphia. And the first day we get in there, um, he comes up to me. I, I don't even know what class I'm in yet, honestly. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. And he go, he go, doesn't know my name yet. He comes up to my table with the three other students I'm sitting with, and he tells me a subject uh, that we're going to be arguing. And this subject, I'm not, I'm not for it at all. And then he goes to the other table and gives them the opposite side of the subject. And um, we had to argue for something that we didn't believe in. And 
um, this brings us to the box. Like sometimes you're so set in your ways that you get in a rut. You can't see the other side. And I feel like <clears throat> as an entrepreneur, as someone who's starting a business, um, you can't be limited to yourself. Um, you have to ask others for advice. You have to um, see all opportunities and not just what you want to do. Sometimes you have to sacrifice stuff and gain in another area. So anything you want to add? And to add on to that, Eli, um, you know, with the box method too and taking other people's point of views, take other people's point of views, take them to heart, and then put a swing on them. Put your thoughts into it and make it not necessarily your own. Give credit to who it's deserved. Yeah. But you got to – you got to have your heart into it. Someone might give you the greatest idea you've ever heard. Mm. But, you know, if it's not something you have your heart into, then where's that going to lead you yeah, in the long agree. run? Yeah, for sure. You know, but yeah. the box method, definitely a great, great thing. Um, I was super pumped when Eli told me about yeah, that. Yeah, um, he got it from a book called Leadership and Self-Deception. Um, that It was a great book. Like, I hate reading. I'm going to be honest. Like, all the books that we were supposed to read, I didn't read any except for this one. And I found myself like actually enjoying reading. So that's one of the um, books like that we went over in class. And it really talks, goes into the depth about the box and how to get out of it and look at other perspectives, get better and increase your understanding of yourself and how to talk to others, reach others, understand others. I'm just going to throw in a little side note too, based on that whole not liking to read thing. I am also one of those people who, hates to just be able to sit down and read a book i can't you know for 20 minutes but when i get into like a good business book um like you know one of the probably the most well-known business books is rich dad poor dad Yeah, yeah, yeah i could read that book over and over and over again which yeah. we both read our senior yeah, year. yeah um for sure um i think that book has is opposite of what I've been taught my whole life. Yeah. And that's why I love it because that's kind of like what the box is, honestly. Mm-hmm. That book pushed me to my, a different zone that I've never been in before and learned. Like, I've been taught, like, save your money. You'll be fine. You'll have it for the rest of your life. Like, you'll be good. But that book really is, is like, just because you're rich in money, have a lot of capital, and then you're, you're still, you can be, still can be considered poor. So, exactly. You know, and, Back on that is, you know, you could have all the money in the world, but if you're not happy with yourself, you're not going to be, I mean, I'm not going to say you're not going to be successful because you could be the most successful person in the world, but if you're not happy, then what's, what's the point of having all that success? Um, I think that's, I think it's perfect intro to go into number four. Number four, definitely. Um. This is and that was that was crazy how that worked out actually. Yeah, yeah. But we're so good. Um, <laughs> it's almost like this is not our first. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, uh, number four is going to be financial literacy. Financial literacy really hones in on how you spend your money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Whether it's personally for your business, um, I know for business, like I don't even have a business, but I like I did a good simulation this year running a business in my uh, marketing class for college and. We had to do promotions, do advertising, do development for your product. You have to do um, outreach. You have to do community service. You have to do all this stuff that 
as a business owner, I never would have thought of. And I really did not know how to budget my money. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So even personally, like, I still don't know how to do it perfectly. Um, I've definitely gotten a lot better at it since I really started like having interest in reading stuff about financial literacy. Definitely. And, um, like managing your money, I'm not even going to say in your personal life, but in a business is massive. Like yeah, that right. is one of well, the, and that's why from four to two really could go either way well, for yeah. me. Well, I think, I think before we get to the next point, um, if you can't do it personally, you shouldn't do it with a business. It, be it, very true. Very so true. If you spend, if you win the lottery and spend it all, you should not like, I don't know. I don't think you should. Okay. So you gotta learn how to do it on a personal level before you on the lottery it. topic. If you're not putting that money into stocks true, true, and true. you're not putting that money into investments, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't have won the one lottery. There's a couple of guys, we and Nick, me and Nick used to work together and we would work every single day. Like we would make money every single day. We'd see the same guys spending 20 bucks on a lottery machine. And I somehow I'm just think to myself, what could that $20 every day do for somebody like that has a mindset that wants to make more money instead of trying to plan a one in a million chance to win. Yeah, exactly. You know, you put that 20 bucks into, you know, a savings account over time and you could then take that money after five to 10 years of doing mm -hmm. it every single day no, that's and put it into an investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this guy that comes in. He probably spends, I want to say an average yearly because I've seen him spend I've seen him spend upwards of $170 on – Yeah, let's just say $20 on, average times seven days a week, right? Yeah. That comes in every day. $140 times 52 weeks. That's $7,200. <laughs> if you do Around that – Around, average. That's like average. Like yeah, if yeah. you do that – even if you do that for – you save that money every day for four or five years, Yeah. that's – you know – that's money you could be spending on having passive income, yeah, yeah which sure. is something we're going to get into in later episodes. But yeah, with guests that have put it in our head, yeah, oh. um, <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's probably the most important like thing from this topic. If you can't do it on a personal level and you're not sound and have it really toned in for your family, for yourself, then for your business, it's going to be just myself. Um, it's it's going to be ten times harder because with business, you know. Hopefully you're successful enough where yeah. you're making more than just your break-even yeah, yeah. point, right? So that money coming in beyond your break-even point, like theoretically you want to put that back into your business and make your business better. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, so, you know, kind of getting back on the topic now with financial yeah, literacy. Right. Um, of course, I forgot I was going to say earlier. You know what? Stop distracting me. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's – it's one of those things like Eli and I have said multiple times that if you can't do it, then you're going to fail. Yeah. And failure is for myself. You got to learn from it. You got, you got to learn from it. But, you know, I've learned from many fails, many mistakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree. It's just one of those things. And even myself, I mean, to this day, I'm, you know, yeah, that brand new truck sitting out there. You know, and that's one of those things where more good stuff. it could have, you know, I could have put the 
too much money I spent on it into right, high beams on it. an investment oh, yeah. and, you know, all the money that I'm putting into it, into an investment. But, you know, there's also a time where self-happiness comes in too, yeah, true. right? I mean, if you're you not know, happy, then you're exactly, you know, and I, you know, I've been working my tail off for the past two years. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah sure. And, you know, I had, I had a decent car. You know, I wouldn't call it a beater, but I also wouldn't call it a really nice car. Yeah. I had worked. a good car. It worked. It worked. Um, yeah. And I was super fortunate to be able to even buy that car. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I saved my money. I saved, I saved, I saved. And I didn't drain my bank account on a truck. Right. Yeah. You budgeted. You budgeted. I budgeted. Yeah. Right. And I'm still saving exponential amount of money. Yeah. Right. Um, also, having multiple jobs and yeah and that's the thing is you're not spending on housing excuse my language but i work my ass off Mm -hmm. you know i still live with my parents because i'm only 18. yeah yeah. um i don't have to you know pay for an apartment or pay for housing at school or you know so i have that opportunity to save as much money as i can right working you know 12 hour days and at two different jobs um working 40 hours a week at minimum wage, still making, you know, probably an average of six hundred dollars a week, yeah. um, which is, I mean, the truck gas money is bringing that down a lot. Yeah. But you know, yeah. again, goes back to self happiness. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's time to move on to the agreement. Yeah. So capital, um, capital is a big one, and that's where saving your money comes into play yeah um which is why financial literacy led right into capital yeah um if you can't figure out how to save your money and not spend it on little things because those little purchases add up to a lot um if you can't save money you won't have capital if you don't have capital how are you going to start your business you know um which will then lead us into our next topic, but let's stick on capital yeah. for right now. Um, <laughs> capital is outrageously important. Yeah. Important. I think um, a perfect time to learn that was we were thinking about starting a sub, uh, sub shop in Elmira, town near we, where we live. We have the perfect location, and I was like, Nick, this is an opportunity we got to take if we, have, we can find enough money and stuff like that. So we talked to one of our uh, mentors um, and people we worked with during our senior year and he owns uh, a franchise around that deals with restaurant industry and he's like the most underrated thing capital if you, yeah like it's so underrated and you're gonna need so much more than you think he walked us through his, res- his restaurant and he's pointing off everything we need and I was like Nick we're going to buy every single thing, maybe multiple of them, silverware, pots, pans, ovens, refrigerators, uh, freezers. Then then including that, we have ingredients to make subs. We have soda. We have all this different stuff that we never even thought of. So if you don't have the money to buy that at the beginning, it's going to be a rough time, I think. Right, and that's where your capital comes into play. You know, if you have the capital, you can then go out and feasibly spend. I think we quoted it out to be almost a hundred grand yeah. and we, on equipment. Yeah, we probably didn't even have ten percent of that. Maybe not at the time. Not at the not time. at the yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, a hundred grand that 
that's a lot of money to put that into Especially perspective. We're eighteen. We're um, fresh eighteen yeah, too. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. I mean, around around there. Yeah. Um, just not even graduated high school yet. Yeah, when we're thinking about doing this, yeah. Like not even like real life stuff yet, right? right. Like, so a hundred grand to put that into perspective for younger viewers is a house to some people. Yep. And for younger viewers who will understand this, like that's a, lot a of G money. wagon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, some people don't even make that in a fiscal year. Right. You know, I think a lot of people don't actually. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. and that's, that's just, it's, it's an outrageous number to even think about when you go into spending that and go into trying to save that much yeah, money. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, dude, capital is huge. And if you don't have the capital, this will lead us into our next topic of having a mentor and investor. Okay, wait, wait, pause. I just want to go back. When we get a hundred thousand dollars, our sub shop will be popping. We have the perfect location. Oh, we did the research on it. We were like what ten minutes, ten minute walk from a college. We had an industrial park, five minute drive away. We had arena. We had that oh, city, basically a small it, it, city. It was us. in a downtown city. It was Kitty Corner. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't be describing all the details here, Nick. No, I know. It was Kitty Corner from an, a hockey arena where they did numerous events. Yeah, it not wasn't just, just hockey. hockey. Yeah, they're right. open. I mean, until COVID hit, obviously yeah, yeah. they're open all year round doing numerous events. Um, which that's you know kind of a good side topic yeah. is when you're starting a business, if it's going to have a concrete base, where is it going to be? Yeah. If you live out in the middle of nowhere with a population in uh, your town 100. of a hundred in the hundreds, I wouldn't say a hundred. Probably 100. all right, let's just say five hundred people. Yeah. Right. You're basically saying I need all five hundred of the five hundred of those people that live it within a ten mile radius of me mm-hmm. to come to my business every week. Mm-hmm. All five hundred of those people to come every week, probably just to break even. Yeah. Oh not yeah, for sure. Maybe break even. You know, so and that's that's another big thing that I don't know why I didn't neither of us thought about when making yeah, our list. Yeah, but um, we'll put it at number six. We'll we'll put that at number six, right? Because yeah. all right, we, we need to get back on topic. Oh yeah, my bad. Oh, right, number two. <laughs> uh, number two, mentors and investors. Um, I know Eli and myself have a lot of mentors. Oh yeah, um, without a doubt. And that some some we don't even know like our mentor to it, like to us. Yeah. Like, they have done it passively, like putting all these uh, stuff in our life that we don't even realize yet. Yeah, exactly. And you know, um, I know I know quite a few business owners around the area mm-hmm. who may not be a mentor of me in my life now, but if I went to them and said, "Hey, look, I'm looking to do this," what should I do? Right. I know that they would be more than willing to sit down with me. Help me out with a plan and yeah, then exactly. go further with me too and kind of see my success through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's the same thing for Eli too yeah. because we grew – I mean I'm not going to say we grew up in a small town. Compared to some places. Compared yeah. to some places. It's, it's, it's a, a medium. Yeah. It, yeah, it's definitely medium. Um, and there, you know, as much as kind of run down some of the areas are where we live, there's definitely quite a few places – 
business-wise that are enormous. Oh, yeah. We'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. For our area. Um, so mentors is a huge thing to have. Yeah. Because uh, I, I personally don't know everything. Uh, I don't know if you – you know Definitely don't know everything. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. I Without – like some of the stuff that I've tried to do, like if I, I had a mentor, I'm sure I would have made – like been a little more successful. Um, yeah. Right. And like Eli said earlier when we went to one of our mentors – and talk to him like you know we had our heart set on this like yeah like we were gonna start this we next were, we week. were in the box we thought we could do it we yeah we were like oh we this is gonna be so easy what are we doing like this is cake like why haven't we thought why about this five years ago yeah right like and that we went to this mentor and he was like listen i love the idea right mm-hmm. i love that you guys are love trying. i love the location i love the yeah. business plan i love everything about it you know and the business plan may or may not be a template that we got offline we don't talk no, about it. No, no. It's off our senior year project. Yes, yes. yes, yes. Something we learned from the year. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, he he sat us down and was like, guys, look, I love the idea. You know, it's great. You could make a lot of money off. Yeah. But do you have that money to start yeah, off? I, I think a couple of the things he mentioned to us was, um, are you going to be all in on it? Yeah. I know Nick's, you're attending Corning. Mm-hmm. So he's local, but I'm – four hours away doing athlete, student athlete, doing all sorts of stuff, doing the normal college kid stuff. How are we going to run a whole business being half, like half in? Like, half in, right. If you're not all in to start your business, you're not in. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's basically what our mentor told us. Like, that's what it broke it. down to. And, you know, I would have been fine yeah, running you, it by myself, right? But then he also brought up the point where, all right, Nick, you're putting in 100% of the work. Right. Right. Eli's away at college. Eli's away at college. And he's making the same amount of you. Like, how does that work? Exactly. You know, he might be doing the bookie stuff. Yeah. But you're there running the business. You're the physical labor. You're going to come to a point where you're going to be like, dude, screw this. Why is Eli making this much money as I am? Right. And that was, you know, that wasn't a big thing to me. Um, I really. Probably looking back on it, really wouldn't have cared that much because you know the numbers that we yeah. projected were pretty good. Yeah. You know, a, as an eighteen-year-old, that looked good. We, we were probably a little generous. We were definitely a little generous, but at the same time, you know, we would have worked. We we would we would have worked it out, and that's that's another huge thing too. Um, but again, we didn't have the capital. Yeah, um, we didn't have a. We had a mentor, but. How often? I don't know. We have we have plenty of mentors who would have helped us out, but would have helped us out and could have been potential investors. Mm-hmm. Um, investors are key if you don't have capital. Yeah. Um, investors will give you money, and then you can say, "Hey, give me X amount of money." I'll pay you back, right? And then some. Yeah, yeah. But there also comes to a point where, okay, what if these investors give you money and you fail? Mm-hmm. That's why you don't want to have too many investors. Right, right. You know, that's why you want to have a little bit of capital. So if things do hit rock bottom, you don't have to go to you know ten investors and say. Look, you know, I'm sorry, business failed. Right. I can't pay you back. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. 
and that's just that's a huge huge thing huge thing yeah. mentors and investors to lead you through problems that are going to occur and just yeah. be there by your side. I think we learned a big lesson uh big lesson big lesson to that when we went to the bank that one day in the the headquarters when we were pitching the for, yes yes for our little project yes, there. Yep. Yeah, we learned a lot. That we learned a lot that day. And so what Eli's re- referring to is one of our mentors, um, same one actually that we went to about our business idea, um, gave our class the opportunity to promote a Broadway show pretty much Yeah. Um, for the morning class. However, for our class – we got to promote the Oak Ridge Boys, which probably 50% of people who I, listen I, to this will not know who the Oak Ridge Boys are. Look them and up. That's They're pretty fine. famous. They won a couple of Grammys. Only a couple. It's fine. Yeah. Um, they're all right. And to be honest, to this day, even though I was pretty much the lead on that project. Oh, you did every class. I still really don't know who the Oak Ridge Boys are. Yeah, you met them. I met them. Yeah. I met the guys, right? Yeah. Like, this was... Before we had to mask up and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I was shaking hands with these guys and right, everything. Right. And I'm like, I've never seen you in my life. <laughs> like, yeah, right, the yeah. only thing I've seen of you is a black and white picture that our teacher put on the board. Right. right. Like, you we know. Started playing, what was it, Elvira? Elvira. <laughs> um, and so it was great. It was a great opportunity. But um, what were we talking about? Why did we, what were we talking about? The, we went to the bank. Went to the bank. So, sorry. Um, <laughs> we were at the bank and we were, you know, pitching this great idea like um, you guys be our headliner, headlining sponsor for $5,000. Right. Um, and we'll give you X amount of tickets after show, yeah, after fail. party. Complete fail. I wouldn't say complete fail. No, right? the show wasn't the, the after party. The show was great. I mean, the show was sold out. Yeah. I mean, couldn't have done a better job there. But – the, the they then came back to us and said, you know, I just can't see doing the five grand. Right. Um, we'll do. I think they ended up giving us twenty five hundred. Yeah. After yeah. it was all said and done, yeah. like we'll do this. That's that's the most we can do. And so then we then had to go back and say, what do we do? Yeah. Like because this was supposed to be our. We were targeting this as our big sponsor. Like we, we thought we, we had. We, this were, sense, all, we so. were all in on this. Like and it goes back to the box method. Yeah. We were like, we were done, done we, deal, going to this meeting, yeah. cake. Easy, oh, done. We're students. They, they can't say no. To exactly us. right, and yeah. you know, that's the biggest thing. They did epic fail, right? Well, not epic. Epic, not epic. Fifty percent fail. fail, right? You know, they gave us half of what we were asking for. Yeah, which is completely fine, fine we were, because we were grateful for it. But we worked through it. We yeah. found other investors. Yeah. Um, car dealership ended up giving us five grand. Yeah, right. And that was huge. That was right. actually one of the most intimidating sponsorship deals i was in yeah i didn't go to that one that one was bad oh because right. like were you by yourself no i was with two of the other kids okay, okay. um and we went in there and this guy he's he's got a few dealerships under his name yeah um and he he's he's a very smart guy mm-hmm. um and i walk in you know 18 year old broad shoulders ready to get this going right like in the box in the box <laughs> got the money let's you know yeah, yeah 20 minutes in and out no this guy 
took me from my highest point in my life and tore me Absolutely down. chopped you. Shredded me, dude. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm like, I'm sitting in the meeting and I'm like, what is going on right now? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh my gosh. But then afterwards, he ended up giving us some money. All right. And then, you know, after the meeting and the professionalism was all over with, he said to me, he goes, great job. Mm-hmm. He goes, I only did that because I know this is a learning experience for you. Yeah, yeah. But you did a great job. And I, you know, that felt great. All right. And the last one, probably in our mind, the most important topic. What is it, Nick? It's going to be time. Um, time, you know, back to when Eli and I wanted to open our own sub shop. Mm-hmm. We, I had the time. Yeah. I was fully devoted to let's start this before I start classes. Mm-hmm. I knew I was doing classes all online. So it could have been one of those things where we hired someone. Yeah. I made sure they were doing the work. I helped them when they needed it. But I could also get my schoolwork done when I needed to. I was willing to put in those 14-hour days. Mm -hmm. Um, Eli, on the other hand, not his fault. No. Well, I was already signed up to go to college before we came up with that idea. So Um, I don't know. It would have been hard. It it definitely would have been – straining yeah uh trying to figure out between the two of us with him four and a half hours away trying to delegate things to where evenly evenly where where it was fair yeah uh so basically what we're trying to say is if you're not all in i don't know you're not in yeah we've said that all in or nothing basically yeah all in or nothing and time if you don't have the time to do it and you're not devoted just to your business, mm-hmm. you're going to drain yourself to the point where you don't want to do it anymore. Right. That, yeah. That's why you got to find something that you're like extremely passionate about. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and good at, good at too. Yeah. Right. Um, something that you're going to be making money and you're going to be happy with yourself about. Yeah. Cause there's, you know, there's a lot of people around the area who, one of which I worked for this past summer, I had an internship with. Um, which you got from the show? Because I got because of the show. Um, yep. <clears throat> he started out great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, he created this huge venue. What do you call it? Venue enterprise. Yeah. I want to say enterprise. Um, which is what he referred to it as a lot. Uh, it was a restaurant and, you know, a concert venue and um, massive. Started mm-hmm. out huge. Had, I think, um, Wiz Khalifa yeah, and one of the years. There's a couple others. Big you know, too. big names like Dirk Bentley yeah, and yeah. Toby Keith. And, um, Which for our area is For our big. area is huge. Yeah. And, I mean, this concert venue only holds 5,000 people. Right, yeah, it's not. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> started out huge. As I was working for him, I saw the years of digression. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. You know, great word, right? <laughs> Big word for me. Yeah. Super proud moment. Uh, and I saw the years of digression and I was like, man, you know, I'm just, I'm an intern, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, the experience that he wants me to have to be able to tell him. Dude, this is what we need to do. Right, right, right. Uh, and I was thinking about those things in my head, and I'm like, what would I do 
if he handed me the company today. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's one of those things that you're not really sure. You're not sure at first, right? I I know you. I don't think you're a like a venue kind of owner. But I love music. But you love music. That's the thing. So maybe you could change it around. I could change it around to what you want, so that way it's in your wheelhouse. It's in my wheelhouse, and it it's got to be more modern. It's got to be, you know, it's super outdated. and if he's listening, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm just laying the facts out from what I saw mm-hmm. when I was there. You know, the restaurant, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's not my first choice to go out to eat at. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a local dive bar. Yeah, and yeah. that's just, that's what it is. But, you know, to drive 10 minutes in a different direction, you can find something you can way you want, better. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is, you got to, with the time, you got to be able to put the time into it and learn what your community around you is wanting. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to your community. And that's one of the biggest things that, you know, going back to this guy that I worked for, he didn't really listen to his community. Mm-hmm. He had his ideas and his ideas were the ones that were. So, you right. know what it sounds like? The box. The box. We need to bring it down the list a little bit. We do. <laughs> but it's fine. And it sounds like the box a lot. Uh, and he, if it wasn't his idea and it was a good idea, let me tell you, he'd put his damn name on it and go with it because it's his idea or no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just, it's a terrible mindset to have. Yeah. For me personally. Yeah. It sounds like he kind of <clears throat> wasn't all in anymore. He kind of lost interest a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he and definitely he did. Just, just there for the money. Yes. So. There for the money. And now, you know, he's – this pandemic pandemic hit him hard. Yeah. It did sure. because uh, concerts were a huge revenue for him. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he didn't have the backside of that business with the restaurant right. honed in the way he should. Yeah, for sure. He didn't put the time into it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So being all in is so important. Being all in. I mean, you can't you can't run yourself dry. No. Sure. I know guys that can have five different businesses going at the same time and be fine. Yeah. Like our one mentor. Our one mentor. I mean, I've never seen somebody so in before. Like no. all, all in and for time. That motivates 100%. the shit out of me. Yeah. It for does. Sure. It does. I see that and I'm like, man, he's making money, but he's not realizing yeah, he's making sure. money. Right. He doesn't sit there and look at his bank account and be like, oh, money, money, yeah, money. I, I think uh, one, another great example is our teacher, Mr. Richmond. Mm-hmm. I, when, I, when he came to class, First day, I think, how many followers did you have on Twitter? Dude, like 200. He, 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 I don't know how many he had, but he didn't have as many as, as he wanted. He started, I don't know how what turned him on or anything. Like, he's he swept the switch, went all in on Twitter, started putting, how much time do you think he puts? Oh, my God. Not that much. Like, that for much tweeting, but he spends a lot of time on it. But he for tweeting, how much time does it take? Probably 30 seconds to come to your mind, write it down, tweet it. Tweet it. It's not that hard. He he went all in for probably what thirty minutes a day on tweets. He now has over let's see, I think it's like twenty two hundred followers. That's and he he has the biggest network I've ever seen. That's why we we were able to go to so many places, reach out to new business owners, learn about stuff I've never. And guys, he's a teacher. He's a teacher. Yeah. He's more than a teacher. Yeah. Let's 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 put that out there. But his job is a teacher. He gets paid as a teacher. He doesn't get paid for everything he does. 
2,400. 2,400 followers. And let me tell you, I sat in a training with him for golf, for coaching. Mm-hmm. And um, he was sitting behind me, but there was a mirror in front of me because I was controlling the computer. And I was sitting there, you know, watching him. And he's he's writing notes down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what well, kind of guy? Yeah. What kind of guy comes into a golf training, and right? Writes notes and and writes notes. It's on the board in front of you. His right? notebook. I've never seen something more full before. No, exactly. Everywhere we went, it was awesome. Like that's probably the biggest change I've made. Like I got this new notebook. Let me tell you, if Rocket Notebooks listening out there, sponsor, sponsor us. us <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever had. I can write it down, take a picture, and it goes online. It's great. But get back to the point. But yeah, and that's the thing is he was all in on everything he did. Yeah, if still he, is. If like, he if he has an idea, that idea happens. Oh yeah, the guy made a merch line off of a saying. Best he hat has. ever. I never got one, but yeah, I'm still waiting there. for my hat, Richmond. Um, but it's a saying. It's it's energized, right? Energized, yeah. Energized, and each letter has an acronym that goes with it. Sorry, we don't remember that. And uh, it's. It's something he thought of. Like, the guy gets like four hours of sleep a night and drinks. <laughs> must burn. Oh, drinks coffee with like the healthiest creamer you could put into it. Yeah, and is fine the whole day and has the most energy I've ever seen. Yeah, that's because he's all in on what he does. Forty-year-old adult, forty-plus-year-old adult half. Yeah, and it's super motivating. People like that are people who need to be. Mentors. Yeah, that's why I think he's using Twitter to get through more people. He's all in on that. He's <laughs> all in on everything he does. If he has an idea, bang, it's done. That's great. Best best decision I've ever made. Take that class. Oh my gosh, dude! There was times where it was rough. We had a lot of work. Yeah. Well, looking back on, it, I wish I'd spent more time focusing, not watching YouTube. Well, or right. doing uh, what was that one thing? The money thing. The snake aisle game. No. The money where you had to do it every week. Oh, oh, with the with TCU. Yeah, something like that. If we didn't, if I didn't fall behind on that and do it in class instead of listening to what he was talking about, then yeah, I been more prepared. And we, oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, because you're you're one of your family members helps with it. Yeah, I don't know. It's not important. Nope. If any of the students are listening, it's a waste of time, in my opinion. But it's not a waste of time because you learn a lot from it. True, but um, it's boring. It's yeah. But I would fall behind and didn't do it, but it's okay. We, we can we, – we'll remember it later. But, um, yeah, I, if I didn't waste my time at night and not do the homework that was assigned and listen to him, oh, I don't know what where I would be right now. I would be so, more, so much more uh, – Foolproof. <clears throat> foolproof. That's what it is. Yeah, we don't – I don't – I'm not a fan, but it's okay. Not to, I mean, degrade foolproof at all, because there's a lot of great things. Yeah, to well, it. yeah. Um, but you know, we also learned a lot of that stuff in class. Yeah, so he, it, was, he, it was a lot of. Reading. We were doing it while he was talking about it, so like, I wish I, w- I would have been chosen. Yeah, listen yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's good. It's, yeah, I don't. Know. But that also can't change the past. To time. Yeah, yeah, all comes back to time, and it's weird. We, you know, we go off on tangents and everything, but somehow everything we go off on a tangent about, minus a couple things. I'll lead back to what we're talking about. Yeah. It's going to wrap things up for this episode, guys. Uh, Eli and I were talking off mic, and one of the biggest things in business is to reach out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. 
you can't you got to do something you're not passionate about yeah, not but you can't be comfortable with it right. because if you're comfortable with then it then you, you settle into a groove you're you like settle into a groove and you think you know everything but as soon as you think you know everything and this is one of the huge things i've learned in the fire service for the short time i've been in it mm-hmm. is once you learn everything you got to quit what mm-hmm. or once you think you know everything you got to quit mm-hmm. because that's when you you know in the fire service you start getting people hurt right but in business you start failing yeah yeah because there's always something more you can learn mm-hmm. and that just comes in life in general and that's yeah, really kind of sure. what from my understanding is the box method yeah um yeah if you get caught in one a rut i would say doing the same thing over and over it's like a car if you keep driving and, and you're stuck you're just going to go deeper and deeper. You're going to go, you're going to dig yourself into a deeper and deeper. Yeah. Hole. So you got to do things you're uncomfortable with without becoming too uncomfortable. You want to do stuff that you're not normal with, I guess we are saying. Correct. Yes. Um, then financial literacy, just to wrap that one up is it's, it's, it's important. Key. It's important. It's if underrated. You, if you can't spend your money wisely, it, why do you have the money to spend? Yeah. And that's one of the big things as an 18 year old, I'm still trying to learn. Yeah. And then capital. Um, it's, a, yeah, you gotta have some to start something. I mean, like this is why we love the podcast. Very low capital, very low capital. And we can <clears throat> learn, we can learn how to start stuff, how to use our technology to our advantage. Mm-hmm. And there's all, there's all sorts of stuff like that. As long as you have somebody to lead you, and you have the time to start it, yeah. And you're all in on it, because yes. me and Nick, I know we've been talking about stuff to do. What are we gonna do? We, we dude, we come up with ideas on, all the time, like a daily basis. We'll just text each other and be like, "Do this, do this." Yeah, and then all it's the like, it's kind of annoying. We don't have the time to do. Yeah, that, right. We don't like, have the time to do that. But whereas a podcast, we can we can talk about these ideas. He can be at college. I can, I can be, be at college. college. He can be here, and we can still talk for an hour on what we want to do. Get our ideas out there and learn from it honestly. and that's that's also a big reason why we you know we want to do this podcast is because when we come up with that idea we can make a podcast about it right. and get feedback feedback yeah on it. that's probably the biggest thing we want right now yeah feedback if we're not we're, if we're doing something you don't like you better tell us yeah exactly. we want to learn that, that's basically what we want to do right that now. for me as an 18 year old learning is my biggest thing biggest thing yeah. in life is i want to learn while i'm young so right. when I'm 50, I can be kicked back on a beach somewhere with a ice cold Rona in my hand. Right. Not not the virus. You know, yeah, yeah. The beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So hopefully, uh, you guys were able to take a lot from this. What we learned from our last couple of years of entering the business field, learning from great people, uh, and continuing to learn. And we also want to introduce that. We will be having a very special guest next time. Um, we learned a lot from them, as many people have, and uh, it'll be a great time. I would hopefully you can turn in uh, next week whenever the episode's able to come out, and uh, you will take some from that too.